Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I just realized I think I bumped that camera. I was like, all morning I've been thinking, this is a different angle, and I see more <laughs> of the desk. Like, what's going on here? I think I kicked the camera. This morning when I was teaching the class, the you saw the back end of the computer screen for, and I'm like, whatever. I'm just teaching yeah. class. They don't care. They don't care. So, <laughs> so welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, everybody. Who do we got in the house today? We got Indiana here. Uh, Fredonia, Kansas is here. Phoenix, and how do you say that, JC? What? This one right here. Lucy Dale. Lucy Dale, Mississippi. <laughs> is that Mississippi. Anyone? Mississippi, is that anywhere near Greenville? We got Nevada, Virginia, California in the house. Uh, Hutchinson, Kansas, northern Idaho near Coeur d'Alene. I love Coeur d'Alene, but I uh, got some some sad reports from Coeur d'Alene. And, and um, I can't remember if it was the sheriff or the police department up there arresting people tripping. for violations. Tripping. Tripping on the virus. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm a Bible preaching, gun toting, liberty loving patron from deep south Mississippi. How? Oh! Yeah. <laughs> right on. San Joaquin Valley. Would you have guessed there were patriots in San Joaquin Valley? Of course. Of course, of course there are patriots everywhere Blue Ridge, Indiana, Colorado, Washington, Aurora, Colorado, Moore, Washington, Minnesota, Kansas City, Missouri. Not just Kansas City, Kansas, but Kansas City, Missouri. And now our Florida people chiming in, Sarasota, Florida. Hey, the title of our show today is Hearing the Voice of the People because I want you guys to hear it. Oh, look at this, JC. Uh, Lafayette, Indiana. Cool. Do you suppose they go Lafayette, Indiana or Lafayette, Indiana? Yeah, I'm sure they say Lafayette. <laughs> Lafayette. Jake that's how they pronounce it here in Florida, Lafayette. <laughs> Yeah, it took me forever to stop laughing every time I said it here in Florida. They call it, we're not Lafayette, we're Lafayette, Florida. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, whatever makes you happy, Florida. <laughs> My home. Massachusetts, Texas, Ohio, yay! La Habra. Where's right. La Habra? Where is La Habra? I don't know. I know man. San Joaquin. I don't know La Habra. San Joaquin, we have, Dude. I have cousins in the San Joaquin Valley. La Habra. <clears throat> is that down south near L.A. or something? I don't know, man. All I know is that I am getting, like, cramps in my toes, not flying around the country like we used to. Yeah. I'm starting to get stir-crazy. I mean, when you you do what we've done, yep. 260 Just north of meetings in over 22 states every single year for seven years, now, that was over the top, right? Because we were only home like four days a month, and then we that was just crazy, right? I got I got cousins in Anaheim, too, by the way. Yeah. Johnny. Yeah. yeah. So La Habra's right there. Our set looks a lot brighter today, JC. What have I you I turned the extra light on. Oh, I like it. It's like... Or it might have been when I kicked the camera. <laughs> it just seems a lot brighter these days. Why are we sitting in the dark? Uh, we're not sitting in the dark, Liberty. Cause control yourself at the moment. Nakedish. Natchitoches. I love Natchitoches. Natchitoches. We've been to the Christmas Light Festival in Natchitoches uh, yep. several years now. 
Never heard it said that way. Yeah. Sitting in the dark. Oh, do we look dark? No, he's he's. Liberty Cause thinks we don't do much. Sometimes we just don't do anything. Mm. We just sit and do nothing. Oh, right. sitting in the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could go into a, a Bonnie Raitt song. Sitting in the dark. Mm. I need you tonight. <laughs> Forever's Move on. gonna start tonight. Move on. Fresno, yeah, rock Fresno. on. Fresno, New Hampshire. Live free or die. JC and I had a conversation about that not too long ago. Hey, JC. Wow. Before we get moving, let me go ahead. Um, you put some new T-shirts up. Can I show them? I I don't know if I put them. I don't know if they've gotten that far yet. No. Well, the Liberty Addict wasn't up there. There's a several new in the in there. Yeah, a couple. Let's go ahead and show them the new T-shirts because JC has been working like a crazy man. Getting all these t-shirts up there. There's the Liberty. Look at, oh, JC. I love the Liberty, the chrisannhall.com thing underneath the Liberty Addict. Mm -hmm. That is a great touch. It's very, very stylish. Very nice. And then you have the church is essential or the plain just church is essential. There's a dark version now, too. Oh, it's it's available uh, in black and gray? Yeah, yeah. It's down at the bottom right there. Okay. You said it was also available in heather gray, right? Yep. Yep. Awesome. And then this one, Come and Take It, the Holy Bible T-shirt. That is cool. Now, that's that's kind of copying off of the Alamos. Flag. Mm -hmm. uh, the Alamos flag, Come and Take It, but they have a canon. Right. Not a Bible. Yep. So that's that's part of what, what we got going on there. Here's this one, the chrisannhall.com, Join or Die T-shirt. Join Liberty or Die T-shirt. I, I love these new t-shirts, JC. I think they're really, really awesome. That's that's all the ones that you have up there now. Oh, you have the, I think you had this up there last time. Liberty yep. over security principle, party over truth over personality, and the little snake. That's my one of my favorites. I, I still don't have the freedom plus morality because yeah. I lost, the template was lost in on that hard drive, so oh, I have to recreate no. that. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Well, we've got lots of great... But I, I have like three others, but I haven't put them on that site. They're in like the shop, you know, oh. to no, create Liberty them. No, Liberty Cause said it says it looks like your set is not lit. I was thinking really? it looks really bright. <laughs> Sorry, Liberty Cause. Didn't mean to jump on you this morning. Wow, it looks really bright. Maybe you need to turn the brightness up on your computer, Liberty Cause. Because um, it looks brighter on the screen than I've seen it in a while. Yeah. We're usually sitting in the dark. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Well, I have so much. JC, I have, I've fallen behind on my uh, answering people on Facebook because people message me and I try to answer them and I answer their questions and give them their little, their little liberty counseling tips or the constitutional education. I spent an entire hour going through messages today. Look, I still have... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more to go through. I think these are nine. Uh, but I wanted to, to share with you some encouraging things that uh, listening to the voice of the people. Now, these people said, uh, contacted me from Idaho, said, our, uh, can our Idaho governor legally keep our gym from opening? He's using Idaho Constitution Title 46, Chapter 1046-008. That doesn't sound like Constitution. That sounds like statute. Uh, 
Mm -hmm. I said, I've, had not the, I've not had the opportunity to study the Idaho Constitution, but he ought not have that authority as it's an authority typical to socialism. But I don't know what your Constitution says. So because I was kind of late in answering the questions, she, she messaged me back right away today and said, oh, thank you. We decided to open today anyway. Wow. How awesome is that? I'm seeing this all across the country, JC, people opening their businesses. I asked her, I said, wonderful, how did it go? She says, so far, no trouble. We live in a very small town, but a few places are opening today. How awesome is that we have people opening their businesses mm -hmm. in spite of what is actually going on, you know, the orders, quote-unquote orders by their their governors. Right. Because people are tired. What are you doing, JC? I'm trying to mess with the light. Oh. <laughs> There we go. Is that better? Are most people saying? Yeah, apparently it looks dark to folks. Mm, that's crazy. Which is strange. Yeah. Well, it, it always kind of looks dark to me these days, but, and your shirt being black sort of blends into the background that's black. I wore a brighter shirt today. So let me go over this one here, but while JC's twiddling with our lights. Tina Todd asked me this question, and I've been getting a lot of this, so I wanted to answer it online. She says, how do we stand up or fight back as individuals besides voting or communications to our elected officials? That's her question number one. Well, that's a really good question because the answer is not voting. And the answer, where did you go? Oh, that's right. <laughs> There's a delay. <laughs> there you come. So, <laughs> Chris Ann needs a break, I think. So the answer is not voting. And the answer isn't just, quote, communications to your elected officials. I think some people look at it, well, I emailed my representative. Why aren't they doing what they're told? Because they've gotten in the habit of just getting your emails and ignoring you. You're not mic'd, JC. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you remembered that or if you wanted to be mic'd or... Are you happy with the lighting now? I'm, I'm totally happy. Totally happy. So what we have to do as individuals is what, what I was talking about already. We have the people in Idaho, in the little town of Idaho, they're just going back to work. Just open your businesses. You need to get your sheriff on board with you. You need your sheriff to... This is the fiddle with your with the set day today. You need your sheriff to be on board with you so he will defend you. Because the sheriff is not a I just follow orders kind of guy, right? That's not the oath that the sheriff took. I'm going to follow orders. Your sheriff took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States, and that's what he needs to do in protecting the rights of the people. The other question Tina had, JC, uh, is how do we protect our privacy with tracking cell phones, HIPAA, vaccines, internet? Um, how She says, I'm not a paranoid person. Uh, I'm, I consider myself a normal, everyday working, concerned citizen and a Jesus follower. But I just want to know, how do we protect our privacy? You got any cell phone tips for them? <laughs> Man, I gave, I gave my cell phone tips. Yeah, well... Get rid of it. Set it on fire. Shut it down. I mean, there's no, there's no way to not. 
you know, come on. If they want it, they have it. It's just all there is to it. So right. it's like another, that's another battle. So yeah, that, I mean, those, the, the privacy battle is going to be a lot harder than the control your local government battle. But it's because huge. I mean, we're already, is, we're already there. Like yeah. we've, you've already sort of crossed the threshold. And now it's just, it's just expanding. You have, they're making it easier and easier. Um, so, you know, you, now you've got like Baltimore has the program. Uh, I don't know what they were spending. Talk about 1.7 million or 7 million, whatever it was. Uh, there's a, a company now that is basically going to be flying over the city and just, you know, blanket, um, what do they call it? In, you know, instantaneous live, uh, monitoring of everybody, you know, you, and, and it's funny, you go to the site, um, you know, it talks about, you can go forward and backward in time of, you know, tracking people and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, David, we can see your comment. Thanks for the super chat, brother. Um, so yeah, that's, you know, I mean, they're just expanding that thing. A, a lot of the, one of the big problems and sort of the common, uh, themes that I see, you have a, a lot of, uh, yes, Stingray is one of them. You, you have these, um, defense contractors that were using all of this technology on the battlefield in Afghanistan, in Iraq you know, in all these foreign uh, fields with all of these wars, they're coming back and now they have these companies, they've civilian, civilianized, mm -hmm. uh, and they're, they're basically um, offering all this technology or, you know, selling their services to police departments and local municipalities. That's, that's really where all of this, uh, all of the cameras and, and the constant monitoring in, in your county, in your city, that's where it actually came from. That's how, that's how it got in there. The, the contractors coming back, the military contractors coming back, and then the government basically incorporating these services mm -hmm. um, into, into your area. And, that, well, and that's then you have, everywhere now. And then what you it's have incredible. then is you have these fusion operations with the federal government and your local governments. Yep. And so what you have is the mixing of jurisdictions between federal and local and the mixing of, uh, and, well, and the elimination of your rights, both state and federal constitution, through the application of these, these uh, new technologies. So our law enforcement, our sheriff's department, get all excited about, about having these new toys. And then the courts hollow out their exceptions. So all of these things then are applied on us without what's, you know, what's even worse, I think, than not even seeking warrants is completely without our knowledge. I mean, when we saw the report that we talked about last week, JC, where the CDC actually published a report that said that they have our phone tracking data and determined that Americans were quote unquote more obedient than maybe they thought we would be yeah. because the tracking metadata says that we don't travel more than 500 feet from our nighttime uh, residences. 
which means, number one, they have our names attached to our phones, they have our residences attached to our phones, and they're watching our movements via our phones. So that's the, that, that is so big right now. I think that it is a battle that needs to be t waged, but at this point in time, we need to get control of our local governments. If we can get our sheriffs and our police departments to stop using those equipments on us locally, if we can get our counties and our cities to pull down the uh, red light cameras, which they can't even use for tickets and speeding anyway, legally, in most places, and then get rid of the applications of this technology to invasion of our rights, then what we're doing is we're waging the battle locally and making a larger impact. Yeah, that's massive. There's a massive surveillance state, and I don't, I don't know that everybody, I don't know that a majority even understands how extensive it is. You know, and you couple that with the, va the mandatory vaccines and that sort of thing. I mean, how do you escape that? They pretty yeah. much got you tracked nonstop, and then when they go to do something, they're, I mean, it's crazy. It's just like we've talked about before. It's just, it's like this slow kind of corralling the cattle, pushing everyone to civil war because you, you right. get, you get to a point where there is no, there is no option. There is no means to deal with these things. What right. are you going to do? Drive around and shoot out cameras. I mean, it's so massive. It's really incredible. You remember, remember, um, sometime around the Lavoie Finicum thing and there were people out in that area, you know, finding these surveillance cameras all around their property. I mean, they were taking them down. Right. They were they were driving up down their road and then taking them down. First mm -hmm. off, it's in the middle of nowhere. What are they monitoring? Right. And you got right, these right. cameras facing uh, you know, these people's property who they've labeled as subversives. So, you know what's going on. They were just taking them down. Right. Right. JC's becoming a mic expert lately, no, Dr. Sean. I don't know Sean about that, says. but I see, yes, yeah, oh, David, we saw a super chat, but no other, no other comments. So I don't know what they're doing to. So uh, Blue North is, is uh, reminding me that we actually have a Leadership Institute event tomorrow on Tuesday, April 21st, 2020 at 10 a.m. in the morning. Now you have to register for this class. You have to go online and you have to register for it or you won't be on it. I'm going to drop the link in the chat room. I don't know if it lets me do hyperlinks in there or not. But if you don't have that link in the chat room, then you need to go to either my Facebook page, my Twitter page, and click on the register link right here and make sure that you're actually um, able to to sign up for that class now it is it is the free class it is a history of the constitution so i want you guys i want as many people there by the way liberty institute uh the the people that are putting on are like super hype jc they they we already have one of the biggest classes they've ever had sign up so you guys rock now don't forget because it's a class being offered to you at no cost you should be sharing this with everybody. Oh, look, it does hyperlink in there. You guys can go in the chat room and click on the hyperlink and register right now. Share it so other people will come on and, and learn as well. There will not be a replay. You have to be there at 10 a.m. and sit through the class or, or that's it. It's no more, uh, no more available. 
Uh, yeah, I think Richard Kramer could probably teach that class. Sure. <laughs> so the next question that I have is probably not a difficult question for the people in our chat room. But I get this question a lot, and it, and it seems to come, strangely enough, from older people. Uh, but the question is, are you willing to give President Trump temporary powers to overcome the Democrats? I'm supposed... <laughs> Everybody already knows the answer to that question, and the answer to that question is, I will never consent to any president exercising more power than delegated by Article 2 of the Constitution. Now notice JC's face, and why I said this why I did, because I want you guys, students, Liberty First, to resist the temptation to say, look you idiot, right? Just say, you know, a nice answer. I'm not going to consent to any president exercising more power than delegated by Article 2 of the Constitution. Good answer. And uh, it's not his job to go to war with tyrants. And a power given to him is a power retained by all presidents in the future, even the ones you may not like. That's the part they never seem to comprehend. Never seem to comprehend it. And, and you give you them, can you see give them it. power and it doesn't go away. Well, you can they just see expand this. It. This is what's happening now. This is what's happening in uh, our society today with this COVID thing. How many people are like, oh, please lock us down, put us on house arrest, keep us safe? And we're watching now, especially in Hillsborough County, JC. These people, these Hillsborough County people on this emergency planning group are holding on to this power like, oh, like their lives depend on it. I offered up a suggestion, and I think this is a really great suggestion. This is a movement that I would like to see. I would like to see that we withhold pay for all governors and all county commissioners until they open the, the, the businesses in their town. Right. Seriously. No, they, they never I, go out of business. I think right? that every they person... They never get a furlough. Every person on this emergency... Well, even furloughs don't or, necessarily in mean, their pay. Furlough is yeah. not a good term. They, but, do, that, they do get... When they get off, they get furloughed. Yeah, right? they it's should get... Leave with pay. Leave without <laughs> pay, right? So every member of the emergency planning group in Hillsborough County and every county across America should be should have their paychecks revoked as long as businesses close down. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, isn't that always the problem? The government d never feels what the actual people right, feel. They right. never have to suffer under their own laws. They never have to suffer the consequences of their own actions. We do. And we, then they live in their little bubble, and they're always untouched. Right. Well, we've been uh, we've been following the Hillsborough County meetings. They do them live on the internet. And I've decided that this whole internet platform, JC, is to protect these people from from the outrage of the community over what they're actually doing. Because in the chat room, the people are overwhelmingly outraged. They want to go back to work. They don't want government dependency. But these people in this group never have to actually read the comments in the in the YouTube or the or the Facebook channels. They don't ever have to be confronted by the people yeah. in in their outrage and now everybody's locked down so you can't even legally quote unquote go and protest what they're doing. 
So the whole thing is just absolutely a protection. This lockdown is not to protect us from a virus. It's to protect them from us. Sure. Did you see Exxon says he likes our new mic? Yeah, it's good. good <laughs> uh, that's that's a pretty big comment coming from Exxon. He's our he. Thanks he's for the. A com he's our uh, our our sound master. Yeah, guy. thanks for the uh, super chat, Melissa. Thank you for the super chat, Melissa. All right, so I wanted to do a couple things. I have pulled some things, some things off the internet that I wanted to uh, read to you. Let's first do this, because we were talking about the privacy thing. Look at this, JC. This is an international patent for a cryptocurrency system using body activity data. You know what that is, right? I, no, I don't even know what that means. That's, um, that's the patent for the microchip that goes in your arm to engage in, uh, in communications and in the cryptocurrency system. Server may provide a task. It, it, Look at who, who has the licensing on no, this. No, it looks like, I don't know what it, I don't know what this means. Cryptocurrency system, communicate. Communicate with a couple to the device user may verify if the body activity, data, statistics, one or more conditions set by the cryptocurrency system and award cryptocurrency to the user whose body activity data is verified. Okay, so it's, this is using the inner, supposedly the, the movement mm -hmm. energy for mining cryptocurrency. So yes. when you do cryptocurrency mining, it's, it's, it is, uh, uses a massive amount of Powers. It takes electricity to do the uh, crypto mining, right? Right. And so people people have talked about setting up solar farms to because it gets to the point where the input, what it takes to mine, uh, you know, a Bitcoin, for instance, then it takes more energy than what the coin is worth. So this is saying kind of like a kinetic watch kind of mm -hmm. thing that's going to be connected to the power of the person's body. Yeah, so it's a chip so you move in your enough. body. Yeah, you move enough. And well, I don't know, if it's, is it in your body? Yes. There's some device on your body or something you carry, something. There's a sensor. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you, you then, then you rack up cryptocurrency just by moving around. So you're rewarded. It's interesting yeah. because, you know, people are so interested in the cryptocurrency so how, what a what a Sorry. slick what a slick little way to connect tracking yes. to people's desire yes. you know to get paid yes. through cryptocurrency just by moving around. So many different <laughs> ways to entice the people it's like a to, mouse trap. to get the chips gotcha. in their arms, right? Yeah. How I mean cuz that sounds great. I just I just slap my cryptocurrency watch on and then I'm just I'm just earning money, just moving around. Yeah. But it's, it's this enticement to get, because I mean, think about it. The whole point of the cryptocurrency is to be decentralized, sort of out of the system, non-tracked out of the system. So now we've coupled the potential for tracking to your cryptocurrency. So then not only that, then it can associate you with your cryptocurrency. So really it's no longer, it's no longer very crypto, is it? No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> That's slick. Whoever came up with that, no, congratulations. Microsoft. It's Microsoft. Congratulations, Microsoft. It's Microsoft, Bill Gates. Wow. Not only that, the majority of the people on the team are Chinese. 
Man. <laughs> That's slick, guys. Very, very um, I knew crafty. you would be able to explain that whole crypto mining stuff. Unbelievable. So, because they want you to go crypto so you can have the chip. No, because it's like free you, money. Yeah, it's free money, but then you transact yeah. that way too, right? So, yeah, if you're getting... If you're getting free, like people are going to be like, oh, man, that's great. I mean, because you have to do nothing. It's probably, you know, say you, I mean, more likely it's an app or something. Like you can turn it into an app, put it on your phone. Because your phone does that. My yeah. phone tracks, can track my steps. My phone already has that capability. Mm -hmm. So then all I, all I need is an app to connect that to the crypto mining system. Boom, free money. So people are going to be, oh, wow, sign me up. Yeah, yeah. So Granny Granny wow. Gear says resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. Unbelievable. That's crazy. <laughs> this house will not be assimilated. But it it is. It's it's there is this major force. As soon as I saw them burning money in China, I said, This is it. This is how they're going to get us to go digital with all our money. You know, people and people forget, um, you know, you remember when they when they infiltrated the um, the Silk Road, right? With mm -hmm. what what was the guy's name? The Dread Pirate Roberts, right? That yes. guy that they yes. that they just they stole his raked over the coals. Totally stole his entire intellectual property. Yeah. illegally imprisoned this guy. Imprisoned him. So remember, uh, so they confiscated all that Bitcoin, and overnight the FBI was the FBI, right? Became the largest holder. Of Bitcoin yeah. in the world, yeah. and and were and essentially on the back end of yes. the system. Yes, so they stole the bitcoins from this guy, and then they became the richest bit. The FBI, the U.S. government, became the richest Bitcoin owners, and, and had the system, had, had the, the so-called dark mm -hmm. web, Tor encrypted, you know, secret deep web, yeah, you know, non-trackable whatever. But remember. The FBI got into the Tor encrypted, deep web, non-trackable Silk Road site and took down all the people that were on there and oh, wrongfully but, imprisoned. But Signal and WhatsApp will keep my text messages safe. Not happening. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, there you the go. The cryptocurrency trap. And I'm not saying cryptocurrency is bad on the whole. But this is what I was talking about before. I'm opposed to all fiat, and cryptocurrency is just more fiat. I think that we should go back to gold and silver based on the weight and, and the value of the coin based on the market. Yeah, but this is another, it's another way. Remember, I said about, uh, again, I worked at the NSA, so the whole motivation, when you see something, like they see cryptocurrency, oh, this is encrypted, and they see the system, the very fact that the thing is encrypted and apart from the system they target it, they get on it, and they stay on it until they've broken it, mm -hmm. until they've infiltrated it. Mm -hmm. So, and this is, this is just an easy way. By the way, now you think about it. you said you said it's Chinese. I don't know if you guys, um, I, I wish I had this up, but you can do, so do a search. Should, you can do a search on, quick? I don't know how long it would take you to find, but I you can, you can do a search actor. on the history of the internet. In fact, uh, I think it was The Guardian or The Intercept had an article where they went through this stuff, the history of the Internet. And um, in that article, there were several, several maps. And you see, I think one of them was, was a, a GIF or whatever that, you know, the, the, it showed the different stages of the map by, there it was, 
the second one going second back. One? Yep, this right, one? right there. And there's a map on there. Uh, I think it was in that one. It might, I'll look at it. It might be the one, but um, it shows you know how the internet developed and picture the maps and all this sort of thing. One of them was when the Google uh, web browser kind of came online and spread throughout the globe. Everybody started using the Google Google uh, browser, uh, Chrome, right? Chrome. Mm -hmm. Well, when you look at the map, so they're coloring the places where it starts and showing the spread. You know where it starts? China. 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 So the, it, so the Google, the Chrome, Google Chrome web browser came out of China, right? That's where it started and then spread across the world. So here again, you have this little slick way Any of, of these pictures look familiar to you? No, you have this slick way of come okay. come get I think I explained it well enough. Yeah. Uh, but you can you can you can track it down. You can find it. And uh, so here's another slick little way. Hey, come get free money, come get free Bitcoin, free cryptocurrency. And uh, there people go and now you're going to be able to be tracked. When when the whole purpose, the whole idea was to have money that couldn't be controlled, you know, was outside the system. Rick Krizan, he says, I've been following you for more than a year now, along with some other people, and I've been posting everything I watch from all of you guys. And what I've noticed is that there's, oh, look, we're being throttled throttled again, because we started talking about the- Google came from China, so- Google came from China, there you go. they got to squeeze us down. Yeah, they got to squeeze us down. Okay, so- um, I've been posting everything I watch from all of you guys, and what I've noticed is that there's a lot of people that I have connection with who are also now posting your works. I almost feel like I've made a difference because I never saw any of your stuff until I stumbled across you in all of my searches for lawful info and began posting you, so it is kind of cool to see so many people that have picked up on this and are now posting you too. From Parkland in Washington State, I thank you. I cannot tell you, I can tell you that six or eight months ago, I could not have formulated the thought to express myself with or about the Constitution, but that is changing, and I'm finally piecing together the words to express constitutional ideas and values with meanings. I will always be grateful and follow all you guys. Amen. See, this is where the dis difference is made. You know, I think that goes back to Tina's question. How, how do we make a difference? Well, there's a reason why Samuel Adams said no people will tamely surrender their liberties nor be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. I can tell you that sometimes I get a little discouraged. I get a little, you know, under motivated because it seems like constantly we're just plugging, 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 plugging. And because, JC, what we do is we reach out and we touch so many people from so far away, we don't always get to see the results. And so for me, it's very encouraging. Hey, a reopen Oregon rally, Saturday, May 2nd at noon at the Oregon State Capitol, 900 Court Street, Northeast Salem, Oregon. So the reopen Oregon, the gridlock Oregon, uh, is is going to be Saturday, May 2nd at noon. So make sure you you do this, okay? So we have, uh, uh, listen to this one, JC. Hello from Lincoln County on the right side of Washington State. <laughs> I'm a county commissioner and I heard about you from our sheriff who heard you at the Western States 
Sheriff's Conference. Thank you for standing up and protecting our liberty and freedom. Love your podcasts. Keep up the good work. Awesome, awesome, awesome. This is so encouraging to me. Uh, here's one. Derek Rainwater wanted us to share this. Derek is often in our chat room. I don't see him today, but he's often in our chat room. Gestapo, he says, in Level Plains Police, following orders to shut down businesses while quoting an executive order. He says he sends me a picture of him shutting down a barber shop. He said, last time I checked, an executive order isn't law. The executive branch does not create law. I told this officer he's in violation of his oath. The officer responded, I'm just following orders. I quoted law in the Constitution showing him his order is unlawful. I asked if he's shutting down, if he's here shutting down a business due to the pandemic. I asked him, where is your mask and gloves? All he could do was shrug his shoulders. He was all of a sudden ready to go once confronted. The protections under his oath of office no longer protected him for following unlawful orders. By the way, he says, if you impose eminent domain over a business, you have to provide compensation to fair market value. This is what I'm seeing, JC. Right? <laughs> Man, this he, is, he laid it down, didn't he? This is what I'm seeing, right? I'm seeing this all over America. People are coming to bat prepared. Uh-huh. There's no more, no more of this craziness going on. Uh, of people just standing idly by and watching. Now, why all this happened in, in uh, uh, Derek was telling us, uh, in Dothan, Alabama, you know where Dothan is? Yes. Right? An Alabama barber shop o reopened his barber shop this past Friday, regardless of city and state orders. See, these, this is what I'm saying. Hear the voice of the people. People are sick and tired of this. They're standing up and they're saying no more. It's time for us to have a unified voice in America. It's time for us to stand up and step up and say, you know, this is no more. Listen to this, JC. This is from Washington. My daughter, Danica, who met you first in Yakima at age 13, took her new hubby and two besides and besides them and stood for us in Olympia yesterday. She's having a great impact upon her generation. Thanks for being a huge part of that. Cool. Seven years ago. I found the I found the article. You found the article. You yeah, so it up here? it's from it's from Vox. Give me the it, give me the, the title. The title is Forty Maps That Explain the Internet. Now I know oh, Vox there it is right there. I know Vox is a is a filthy liberal rag. Hey, but uh, truth but is this, truth no matter where you right, find it. Right, this is just a tech article. It's not a political okay. article. So which map do you want me yeah, to go so to? There's a, there's a, wanna... Yeah, there's a map uh, in that article, so 40, 40 maps that explain the Internet. It's, it's really, it's really a, good, a good article. It's enlightening. Um, and there's this map. Okay, let's pull it up over there. Put on the, the LI event there. There you go. And you will see when it flips back to the beginning, you can see how the progression. So it starts at 2009, and you watch Chrome, how Chrome takes over the world. See, boom, it's China, right? It's just 2009 China. And instantly, right there, bam, 2012, instantly China, 
and then spreads from there. Oh, I see. Chrome is the green one. Yeah. So, I mean... So, Chrome, all the boom. U.S. is last. Yeah. Practically. It's crazy. Isn't that, isn't that wild? So, that is wild. So, you think about who these tech companies, and that's Google, who mm -hmm. these tech companies are connected to. I mean, how does, how does that make any sense that Chrome takes over right. uh, in China? That's, that's kind of the launching pad. And we think of... We think of Google as an American company. Right. James Wilson in Wisconsin. I should probably let you know so you can pass, on, pass the information on. I've been doing everything in my power to get the safer at home order in Wisconsin brought to an end. Thursday, the governor had his DHS secretary elect extend the order through the end of May. So last evening, I exchanged messages with a state representative, and he informed me our disgust with this abuse of power was heard. Right? He says, listen, our, 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 our disgust with this abuse of power was heard, and the representatives drafted a lawsuit against Governor Evers for trying to extend the order past the 60-day limit that's in the Emergency Powers Act. After that, he's supposed to get approval from our representatives to extend further. So in any case, the lawsuit is being filed beginning this week. Thank you for such a superior education and the courage it gave me to make a stand and to, to take a stand and make a difference. God bless you and your family. This is the power, right? I, I hope that this is answering Tina's question about how, how do we make these changes. But this is how we make the changes. We get educated, we get united, we get ignited, you know? Well, it's you... just amazing to me. The, I, am, I am always the most optimistic person in the room about liberty anyway. Sure. I'm, I'm always going to be that way. Just because I know, number one, inside me, I know that liberty is a gift from God. And, and no enemy can destroy the gifts God's given us. God is superior, and he is, he is sovereign, and his gifts are eternal. So you can't destroy liberty, and you can't take it from our spirit. So I know, and history proves, that over time, we're going to stand up for these things. I just know it. And then I'm listening, and I'm watching everybody stand up. In the face of opposition, like this guy right here, JC, you think you, I'm feeling in my shoulder that you have something to say to me, so I'm going to make sure everybody says. He says, why in the hell would I listen to a right-winged liar and bigot just like the man in the White House? Stupid is as stupid does. They, he took the time to message me. So mm -hmm. I said, why would you waste your time messaging me? You must have more time than sense. Mm-hmm. He says, I have plenty of sense, but honestly, it looks like that is what you have little of, and that's sad. I said, you should probably work harder to feed your cognitive dissonance. The water is too deep for you here. And he, he responds to me, trust me, my attitudes and beliefs are all in check. I honestly don't understand people standing up and with a Republican agenda. Mm -hmm. Right. He says, even though I was once a diehard Republican 22 years ago, I actually like and care about all people, regardless of race, gender, sexuality, which is not something the right can claim can claim. I said, I don't have a Republican agenda, so maybe you're mistaking me for someone else. <laughs> right. You know what his response is? 
You know, that could be. And if so, my apologies. <laughs> Do you see oh, how Lord. these people are? Now, look, M- Mr. Jeff Coe is brainwashed. He is an indoctrinated cult member. Mm-hmm. He thinks that because we use the terms liberty and constitution, that we are bigots, that we are racists, and that we are all, quote unquote, passing the Republican agenda. Whatever that means. I don't even know what that means anyway, right? But neither that's, does he. That not, and obviously, <laughs> neither does he. So this is the Southern Poverty Law Center cult of personality, leftist mentality. And I know that you guys, you you love it when people uh, come at them, right? I mean, we don't get the views that that Charlie, what is his name? Kirk. Kirk gets and, and, and these people that just lambast these liberals. Well... Maybe because Charlie Kirk was never a liberal. And I was. Good point. I was a socialist. I was a liberal. I believe that I have a unique ability to reach these people and and bring them to truth. Not just punch them in the face. I don't want to punch people in the face. Some, well, no. Sometimes I want to punch people in the face. But I believe that God has given me a certain calling to reach these people and bring them to the the, the, the light, mm. right? Leave the dark side behind. Yeah. Because I left it behind. And there you go. Mr. Coe jumping at me from the get-go, calling me a racist, calling me a bigot. And he obviously doesn't know anything about me. Right. Nothing at all. I must have had something on Facebook that that triggered him enough to come and contact me, but then for him to just bow out gracious, gracefully, right? <laughs> you know, that could be. And if so, my apologies. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. But right? you take you take the tact that you may be able to reach somebody. You may be able to convert, you mm-hmm. know, one or two or three, and even if it's just one, it's worth it. That's kind of your your approach. Well, Jesus in the ninety in, in the one in the ninety nine. I and mean, I, seriously, I, think, I, I every person is valuable in this because I know that history turns on the the acts of single individuals. Yeah, I think the people and the other stuff is is entertainment. Right, it's different yeah. between entertainment and education. So it's it's just Thank it's you. just entertaining. Thank you. Because. What David Harris Jr. popped up on my, I have on Instagram. He's an idiot, but and people follow him. Conservatives follow him, and uh, you know, one of the comments was how you know him blasting the liberals and that sort of thing, and that's all they do. So mm-hmm. you'll you'll and and then he was like uh, like the one thing he said something about tyranny, fighting tyranny, and we're not gonna we're not gonna stand for this tyranny. And I started to comment unless they have a badge, then he's okay with that. Yeah. Like if they all have badges and they just beat the crap out of random people and shoot people or whatever, if, if they had a badge, that'd be okay with him. But people follow morons like that because they just get up there and, and you know, curse at the liberals and people are entertained. And, you know, admittedly, that's it is entertaining, but it doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't do anything. And, and I think... In many cases, JC, and this is just my humble opinion, you know, when I teach, I teach. 
But when I offer my opinion, I'm going to be straight up. This is my humble opinion. I think that does more damage than good. Because now you've <laughs> sealed the fate for these people. You have I've you seen ever <laughs> seen... Ha, look, look, I think the great... It's entertaining. It's, it's good for you when you're on the right side and you can yeah. look and you go, ha ha, those are idiots. That's great. Let me ask you. But I was, thinking, greatest, I was thinking back to David Harris, by the way. David Harris Jr. saying that he knew more about the Constitution than you because he took... Oh, that was that he, guy? Yeah, because he took... Oh, I didn't know who that was. Because <laughs> he took six hours of training on the law uh, in, in his police training, oh. and he's written, quote, thousands of police reports. So he knows more Constitution. In fact, he said he knows more Constitution than any attorney because of his six-hour yearly uh, police training on the law. <laughs> So I that's how big an idiot he is, but okay. very popular with the conservatives. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's also other reasons why he's very popular with the conservatives, but I'm not going to go there because that makes me feel nasty. But I just, it's, I didn't realize that's who that was. Jay-Z will tell you, I have this, like, mental block oh, with he's, he's people's nobody. names. But, you know, I, I, I see him pop up, and I didn't realize that that was the same guy that I had the uh, Instagram debate with mm -hmm. who by the way refused to actually discuss with yeah. me after saying anybody wants to come on anybody wants to come I'm on wrong, come if on you i'll let I'm you wrong, on well, i'll put you in front of the line yeah <laughs> and then he refused to put me in the front of the line he talked over me he talked about me but he would not talk with me he's scared big old scared police officer because chrisanne is so scary so scary do you know what i found out i found out that um Scarlett Johansson is only an inch and a half taller than me, mm. and she kicks butt. Yeah. At least she does in the movies. I don't know if she actually kicks butt. But she and I are very similar in size, and and so I just want to be Scarlett Johansson when I grow up. Maybe no, you want to be Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow. Yeah, that's it. I want to be Black <laughs> Widow when I grow up. I've always wanted to be a ninja, right? That's my dream. I, I have dreams it. about being a ninja. I want to be a ninja when I grow up. So I want to talk about this because this is something that comes across my feed and in questions so much i just want to get it off get it out there so i have a link to say okay go listen to this right would you know why the presidential seal and flag are no longer up why i don't know why. oh that was the question that's the question do you know why I said, well, maybe it was hasty meeting preparations <laughs> I, I, I don't know maybe they didn't use a big enough nail I, I don't know so they didn't use gorilla glue. Yeah, they they forgot their gorilla glue off. tape that day. It fell down on the ground. You know, Q, Q glue. I, I just, you got to use Q glue. Q, Q glue. <laughs> their Q glue came loose, and the presidential seal fell off. They needed, and to it was use, a sign from God. They needed to use the Z glue and and beware yeah. of the white van. Follow the van. Who do? Trust the van. Who do? Thank you for your super chat donation. 20 large from the who do. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, who do. Who do you knew? Anyway, so my answer is this, right? Because I said to him, I don't know, maybe hasty meeting preparations. And then they came <laughs> back and said every day. Well, I don't know. How busy are they? <laughs> Seriously, I don't know. My, my Here's my response. And the this guy, it's very simple. The guy that was in charge of hanging the presidential seal on the podium, he's he's in quarantine. Oh, there you go. Because of coronavirus, there he's not go. there. there so, and nobody knows how to do that. Nobody, nobody knows else knows. That. It's the yeah. government. 
Nobody else knows. So Thor says uh, the John Birch Society has been leading the way in many of these th- thing, these rallies. That's great. Well, you know, the John Birch Society is, is a pioneer in many of these things, uh, especially when it comes to states' rights and the pre- preventions of liberty. David J. Harris was never a cop. I may have, maybe did I quote the wrong name? Oh, uh, uh, I'm sorry. You're right. I was, I was actually, thank you for that correction. I was referring to, Valerie's got I actually like David Harris. Okay, thank uh, you. It's actually t- Jason Tatum. Jason is Tatum. Who I meant. Oh, okay. Because I was like, thank you, Valerie. Ah, thank you for that correction. Thank you for that. So David J. Harris, I, I see J. No, I like J. him. Harris, I like him. He's Dave. funny. What's um, his name? Tatum. Jason. I think it's like his first name. Chase. He goes by the Officer Tatum. Tatum. The Officer, Officer Tatum. Tatum. Brandon Tatum. Yes, thank Brandon you. Brandon Tatum. Tatum. Oh, That's okay, right. great. Yeah, yep. he's the one. The Officer. Tatum. I wouldn't have remembered his name either. But. Total statist who who masquerades as a lover of liberty. So, would you know why the presidential seal and flag are no longer up? Here's the response to that question. I'm just going to feed this to you guys. You can copy it down and paste it wherever you want. This is a whole lot less significant than the obvious destruction of our Constitution by the people who stand behind the podium. Yeah. Why are you outraged about a missing seal and a missing flag when they're trampling, shredding, and destroying the Constitution and the rights of the people with their announcements behind the podium? That's what's strange about the whole phenomenon. You're focused on some haiku that somebody writes and then various third, third parties have to interpret rather than look what's happening right in front of you. You don't need a code. You don't need some haiku code gibberish uh, that somebody interprets to let you know what's going on. Are, are we, I mean, are they're we so distracted? Too much, you, I mean, too what's much going national on? treasure on the back of the Declaration of Independence written in invisible ink. Yeah, I don't, I don't need a code. I don't need somebody to write a code. <laughs> To see what what's happening. Come, are you serious? I know. And and then oh well, you need the code to know what the secret plan is. I, I actually don't need to know the secret plan to be honest with you. When you're gonna do it, when when Trump is gonna do all of these magical things, then good. Then when they happen, they happen. Until then, since it's so super duper top secret, and I'm waiting for all the different things in the right timing, then what do I need to even bother? With focusing on that, why don't we just focus on what we know is going on and what we need to fight? And then when Trump does his magic deliverance that's coming, mm-hmm. that we learn through the haiku codes, then whatever, wonderful. Until until that time, I don't really care. I don't. I'm not going to waste my time. It's like the old what was it, Raccoon Rick little magazines I used to get when I was oh, yeah. twelve. Seek and find and yeah. yeah I don't yeah, have yeah. I don't have time for that. I don't have time. You know, for some whatever secret agent who knows all these things, and so you got to write in these codes, and then there's third parties who who know how to interpret it because they have some divine gift of interpreting right. secret haiku. I, I don't have time for all of that, so I'm going to deal with what's obvious and what we can just see are violations of our liberty, and let's 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 hit that. Right. Save the secret deliverance. The secret. Um, you know, American American Ranger Rick Trump team that's going to save America. Let's just let them do their thing. And when it happens, we can just all clap. Yeah. All right. So the last thing 
I wanted to mention before we go, because we're running out of time today, was a question that I keep getting about private businesses. Yeah, uh, Jason Tatum. I have a basketball brain, so Jason Tatum just popped out. because Oh, I have too is much, that basketball? Too much basketball trivia, but yeah, yeah. Brandon Tatum, yeah. yes. I like David Hey, Harris. can I let you know a little secret? I knew JC loved me. Uh, before we got married, he told me he loved me more than basketball and peanut butter. <laughs> there you go. So I knew I was on the top of the list. I was bigger than basketball and peanut butter. So anyway, um, the question that I keep getting, JC, is can Publix force me to wear a mask? Can my job force me to give my temperature, you know, to take a temperature test before I go to work? Well, here's the thing. You don't have a right to, ha to work in a private business. So as far as the mask is concerned, a, a, an employer can, can require anything as far as a uniform is concerned. And so a mask would be, at this point, part of a uniform. So if you don't want to wear a mask, protesting your, you know, your private job is only going to get you fired. <laughs> You're not going to have a lawsuit against your private job for making you wear a mask. The lawsuit comes when the government forces you to wear a mask to leave your house because it's the government that doesn't have the authority to make these impositions on you. Or the government making the business make their people wear the mask. Right. Well, then the business would the then business sue says, the government. I don't want to do that's that. Right. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Uh, another that that's that's another avenue of the lawsuit, right? The business owner then says, "We're not going to do that. I'm going to, you know, that's an improper, um, improper imposition." Now, let me mention something because I'm glad you point that up. I have been going through Governor DeSantis's executive orders today, and I'm tr and I was trying to because our Hillsborough County people are we have been on a email phone campaign to the Hillsborough County commissioners telling them to repeal their Safer at Home Hillsborough Act. And they immediately started responding to us by saying, um, uh, the governor has said in his executive orders that that we have to have, we're, we're just imposing and that we can't repeal our act because the governor says his order supersedes our act. Well, first off, the governor's order does not require local counties to have a separate act. So Hillsborough County can repeal their act and just simply go under the governor's orders. So I was tracking through the governor's orders and founding out that our Hillsborough County order actually is, is more restrictive than the governor's orders. Mm. But here's the, I, it's hard to call it like a revelation or a discovery, but you know how maybe you, you know, when you read the Bible over and over and over again, and then one day something smacks you in the scripture in the face and you're like, wow, that is so stinking obvious. How did I ever miss that every single time I read it, right? I'm reading through the governor's orders and I'm seeing, you know what I'm seeing, JC? Do you know how the governor and how the state of Florida has control over these businesses? How's that? Licensing. Right. I was going to mention Licensing. that. Licensing. Businesses licensed under chapter 500 dash blah, 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 must comply with this. If you don't have a business license from the state of Florida, they have no jurisdiction over you. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. For the state and local government to impose this on every business and not just businesses that are licensed 
are actually is an unconstitutional authority. It's an it's it's an illegal authority because the only uh, control that government has statutorily, which is why the governor's statute executive orders say that, right? Lawyers write for a purpose. You're not going to reference a statute unless you have to. If the power just exists, you don't need to reference anything. One, when I'm writing an executive order, I don't write the executive orders for the governor, but if I were an attorney writing for the executive orders for the governor, I'm not writing executive orders to notice the people. I'm writing the executive orders to create my legal foundation for doing that. That's why I quote the statute saying out there, hey, you can't sue the governor for this because this statute backs what he says. And all of these closures have to do with government licensing of business. Now, those of you who have my old Roots of Liberty DVD classes, the ones where I went through all the amendments, I spend a good bit of time talking about how licensing is an unconstitutional ownership of the business. And I can't see of any greater example than what we're seeing here today. If your business is not licensed, they don't have jurisdiction over you. The licensing of your business is the theft of your business. If your, if your business is licensed with the state, the state owns your business, you do not. And this ought to be proof. Yeah. Because if the government can tell you when and when, when you can be open and when you cannot be open, you don't own your business. I want to put up one last thing here. And this is a case where we sold, we've sold our liberty out a long time ago. Yeah. So they're not doing, that's the thing about this. They're not necessarily doing anything new or inventing some new way. They're actually building upon what they've already done, yes. what they did a hundred years ago yes. or more that, that we basically sold, you know, sold our souls to the government. The proverbial frog in the pot of yep. water. Socialism, a political and economic theory in which the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned or regulated by government. My prayer is that people will wake up and see how socialist America has actually become. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're right, Richard, the slaughterhouse cases. I actually talk about the slaughterhouse cases of the 1880s and the 1890s in, uh, in that Roots of Liberty thing. There's a lot of those classes I need to bring back mm. and start teaching them again. We have a collection. We have some of those left, not yeah. very many, a couple hundred probably. Yeah, but I need to, I don't Somebody know. Somebody was just asking me for one. So. We have any here? Or are they all in They're at the country house? In storage, yeah. In storage, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, everybody, for your super chats. Did we miss anybody in the super chats? No, I think we got everybody. Thank you for your support. Remember, you can support us um, by texting IMPACT2020, one word, IMPACT2020 to 33777. You can give, and choose monthly support. And choose monthly support. Follow the instructions, right? There's yeah. like a series of yeah, things yeah, yeah. that you have to do. Follow the instructions. You can also go to chrisannhall.com and donate there through the donate button. But please uh, continue to support us. We're working very, very hard, and I promise you we are working very hard. Um, I'll be grateful when the apocalypse is over, JC, because I need about 24 hours of sleep. I mean, not even get out of my bed for 24 hours. That's what I need. 
So God bless you guys. We will see you tomorrow.